podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to another installment of one of the best sports podcasts in the world. We're back with the Ringside Boys. It's just me and Samps right now, but Naeem should be joining us a bit later. Um, Samps, how are you doing, brother? Yeah, not bad at all, man. Sorry for the hiatus, but it is what it is. But we're back. Listen, listen. What what what, what do they say? What do they say? You know, um, what's that saying? You say, um, sign sign for a big comeback. We are back now. So, <laughs> listen. Obviously, that PBC, PBC has been on the up. So, bro, what have you been doing on this high? Your arms look crazy right now. What's been going on? Summer's coming. Summer's coming. So. Uh, you be eating a colonial steak, fam. You be eating a Mexican meat. Pause. You be you been chilling with Ronoso on them, man, fam. What's going on with these arms? Come back, even improved, you know. Summer's coming. Bro, you know, when I came back, I didn't even think about that. Wait, hold on. What are these two massive things on my screen, man? <laughs> but yeah, we've got to talk into um, this episode. The agenda is we're going to go through the Tank and Rowley um, fight. You're going to get our reactions. And then we're going to go into some breaking news about Anthony Joshua. And then we're going to finish off with a preview for this weekend's fight, which is going to be the undisputed fight, undisputed clash with Cambosos Jr., George Cambosos Jr. and Devin Haney. Um, that's going to take place in Australia. A very, very big fight. Can't wait to talk about that. But let's start off with uh, this past weekend, Sam's. Um, Devontae Tank Davis versus Roly Romero, or whatever his name is. Roly, Roly. Tank stopped him, knocked him out in round six. The last of the world. You know, it's, it's, it's on VAR that this in the prediction league, but we'll get to that a bit later. We'll get to that a bit later. Let's get your reaction first. Hey, I, rules I need, to talk rules, about some, need to talk about some injustices that happened in the group chat, but we'll, we'll say that to later. First of all, let me get your reaction on the, on the Roly fight. You know what, yeah? I'm going to give Roly more credit okay. for, than like a lot of people would like, you know, kind of spoke on. Don't get twisted. Like, Tank done what Tank was going to do. And it was always the ending that Tank was always going to produce. You know, 25 knockouts, 27 fights. The guys are big, heavy here. Heavy, lo- loaded hands, both hands. If he touches you, you're gone. Certain people making agendas against him. But Tank is a generational talent. You don't just find Tank, like, every day. You don't. And people talk about the club, about the pedigree and so forth of, the, um, of people's fighting. But I'm sorry. You put Tank in with anybody... They are going to be in there. They are going to have their wits about them because they know at any given moment that explosive 
Baltimore kid can come out there and lights off you. This is a mini Mike Tyson. A mini, mini Wilder fan. It's with a uh, with with extreme high level tech. Like I know that Tank has power, but I think the power blinds a lot of people. And when they kind of speak about him about and just say, "Oh yeah, Tank's heavy handed," but Tank's actually really skilled. Like he does a lot of subtle things in there. Like he's really he's a really good technical boxer. If now the point I'm trying to get out on Roly, Roly clearly was strong. Like and clearly had some level of muscle in there or in there for him to have Tank, who we've seen the last. Two, three fights I can think off the top of my head against that Santa Cruz and um, um Barreros, who was a, who was a one forty fighter, by the way. Yeah, Tank disrespected him in the sense that he didn't care to like box. He just walked forward with a high with a high with a high guard, slipped a couple of shots and took you out, or and, he, and didn't mind taking a shot against Romero. He seemed to be very like cautious or wanting to box on the outside and pick his moments. He boxed. And he boxed a really good fight. Like he, he, he negated the risk of Roly, who clearly had some pop on him, and stepped in and got out of there. Like even when he, even when he lands his that left that left hand that he landed, he realized the first thing he did, he wasn't trying to load up on two or three shots. He was getting the hell out of there. Like he, he ducks and swivels out, and he was doing that the whole fight. Like he was throwing single shots and doing it. But whereas like his other fighters, he likes to open up a bit when he gets in close. This fight he wasn't trying to get in close. He was literally he was getting in like a thief, like just landing his shot and getting out of there. And eventually timed him. And took him out. Delivered, delivered pain, excessive pain. So yeah, for me initially, this fight, I wanted to tune into this fight because the build-up was so entertaining, man. Like I can't remember, I can't remember another fight that had me this entertained before the fight actually happened. You know, obviously, it's not an undisputed fight or a fight with like the best versus the best. I think Tankers is like on another class than Roly, but. They made it so entertaining that they sold the fight and it lived up to that to that sale. Do you know what I mean? Because we got a knockout in the end. We had moments where it looked like Romero was just quite strong and it looked like whatever his game plan was going in there was a bit effective. And I don't think I don't think most, especially the casual viewers, weren't expecting to see that kind of fight initially at the start. Oh. Um and I know a lot of people as well. There's just, there's, there's a statistic out statistic out there that says that a lot of people did like vote, vote um, bet on um, Romero to win. Like literally, a lot of people oh, wow. bet on him. It's mad. Um, he does a good job. You got you know what you like. I said you got to give the guy credit. That was his like 15 professional fight. Yeah, yeah he sold it. He sold it like mad. Like he actually, he actually did sell that yeah, well. He sold that fight. He sold that fight. Like a lot of tank people, a lot of people that tank fight. I just know they're gonna get stopped or they're gonna lose. Even though I knew he was gonna lose, I was still intrigued. Like, what if he pulls off the upset here? Because he's yeah. speaking so much. He was he was speaking so much confidence. Yeah, like you have to be genuinely mentally deluded to think you. Like that's how much confidence he was oozing. Like he was like, I'm gonna stop this guy. So I was sold. And then I was just happy that it wasn't a fight where, you know, they sell it, sell it, sell it, and they're getting around and it's a stinker. And it's boring. Yeah. And they go 12 rounds. Do you know what I mean? We got a knockout. We got a great knockout. That's going to be in high, like, that's the thing. Tank is a highlight knocker. My only issue with Tank is just how he's being managed currently. But as a fighter, he's one of my favorite fighters right now. Like, like you said, he's not just a one-punch knockout artist. He's got tech, he's got tech as well. Like, he can fight. He can box. He's a great fighter, especially for his dimensions as well. Like, he's, what, five foot five? He's yeah. five foot five, and like he's he's almost always in the ring with someone bigger than him or taller than him. 
and he still he still stopped him. He's got a 90, 90 something, 90 that something percent, yeah. percent knockout ratio. Like he's a he's a he's a crazy talent. I I would just love to see him mix up with some of the other top guys. Um, mm. the fight itself, like I was I was thoroughly I was thoroughly entertained. We both got our predictions right. You know, we said four to oh. six knockout. Four to six, baby. <laughs> four to six, gang, baby. Four to six, more like seven to nine, fam. You said seven to nine. More like seven to nine. We heard that voice. Yeah, the rules, we the rules are rules, bro. We don't go by yeah, what's, yeah. what's people say anything, but what's on papers? For what some context, about? guys. For some co- I'm snitching. No, no, I'm snitching. For some context, guys. In our group chat, initially, Samson predicted that Tank will stop Rolly in rounds four in rounds four to six and then a few moments later he sent a voice no, no, saying, it, it a no, change it, change it. seven to nine seven to nine and because he didn't no, type no, it no. out it didn't count but he said change it he said lock it no, in I said, what happened was in context of a conversation we were talking about tank um starting late and so forth and i followed up saying oh tank does follow does tend to start late and mm-hmm. like if you look at his last couple of fights they've gone on a bit to about seven to nine to about ten. I thought, okay, so we didn't truly maybe a seven to nine decision makes sense, but tank, but Roly, in my opinion, isn't good enough to last six rounds with tank. And I said, lock in a seven to nine, but then I said it's Naeem. I didn't even put it, I didn't really put it. Really <laughs> so, really and truly, what's on paper and rules are rules. The rules were once you put your decision down, they're locked in, you don't make no changes. And I said, if you know, we, we've got to abide by the rules, you be saying this. You said, I said 79 in the voice note. I said locked in. Give me my points. Give me my points. You see this life? This life is mine. I'm already winning. I'm already ahead. (laughs) Oh, I'm impressed. I'm already ahead. It's fine. I've been leading the whole year. It's Oscar that should be upset. Oh, we've got names joining us now. Everyone's right. Sorry, mate. How's everyone doing? Sorry, I'm late, man. No, no problem, man. We're just talking about um, the Tank Rolly fight. In fact, you don't have a perfect time. Let's get your reactions to that fight, please. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was as expected, didn't it? Like, it didn't really... No one really... I mean, whoever gave Rolly a shot was either because you're doing some Latin pride thing or you you don't like Tank at all. Like, it was the style was all wrong, like we said in last week, and we expected a knockout. And the knockout came exactly how we thought. You know, Rolly's going to be reckless. He doesn't move his head off the centre line, and Tank just moved back. And Tank's really good. That's the thing that not, a lot of people don't really see about him. Like, he can read a lot of stuff or take his time, read a lot of stuff about his opponent and then cut and punch. And that's what he did. He wasn't even taken seriously for the first half. I mean, he was talking to his mum because his mum was on the big screen. He was talking to Roly. He was talking to the crowd. Like, he knew Roly's not on his level. So he just, like, had fun and then knocked him out. And it is what it is. It was just a as-we-expected fight. So, yeah. It's just you've got to build on it now. What was the entertainment value for you? It's entertaining. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, the build up, and then obviously you know, you knew there was going to be a knockout. I mean, if you, knew, if you like we said, if you if you watch Tank, you watch Roddy, you knew Tank was going to knock the hell out of him. So that's what he did. Um, the only thing is, um, my concern is this isn't the level of opponent that Tank should be fighting. Like it, it's mm-hmm. stagnating at one point basically because not cruising ain't that great. Um, and now Roly, like you're stagnating the level. You need to be. You need to start fighting these higher level guys. Okay, with the with the all the belts in the lightweight division currently probably being tied up for the year with um, Cambosas and Haney. 
who who would you want to see mix up with Hank? Lomachenko? Like who who there right now is out there for him? In say? terms of in terms of money value, Garcia. Be realistic as well. Garcia, Ryan Garcia. Yeah, money value. That's that's a big fight, money value. Yeah. Like you're gonna get a lot of money for that fight. But um yeah, Ryan Garcia's probably depressed, man. He lost about <laughs> 20 years in that fight. Ryan Garcia. Tank is still gonna get the same crit- like critics after that fight as he does now. Nah, if he beats Ryan Garcia, I'm giving him credit, man. I don't think so. I think everyone's gonna say Ryan Garcia was not on his level. The same way ending, you're still gonna say Tank he's not on his level, but it's just it's the ent- entertainment wise, Tank's gonna become a huge star after that. So business wise, I'll make that move. Got you. But I, yeah, like you said, the whole because of that stupid contract that they put, it's hard for any lightweight in there to make proper moves. It's just you've got to fight other contenders now because realistically, the next guy that will fight for those titles will probably be in 2023. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they've got to back up a rematch, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, rematch. but I reckon personally, any beats Ken Boston and just drops the belt. So, just beat you know. That fight is looking spooky to me now, you know. I can't no, lie. No, it's so bad. It's bad. This is some real Sugar Knight death row contract type shit. Bro, there's something off about that fight now, man. I'm like, even, I'm even like, I'm even part of the people that were the fairies that um, Cambosa spoke to the Australian government and that got got Haney's um, dad banned because this <laughs> was 20 years ago, so that. Bro, that's crazy. Nah, they did him, they did him dirty. They did his dad so dirty. The whole so he's gonna be on a big screen watching him in between rounds. That's mad. What is that? The whole situation is like Tom Prank haven't really bothered to really help out in that. They're what they're uh, they're doing is trying to do like oh, some email, some electronic communications in between the rounds. They can give someone some money somewhere to get Haney's dad to come to the the they could if they want to do, they'll get Haney's dad in there. He will be there. Of they course, really so, this is how it goes. You have to look at it this way, yeah. From an economic point of view, that fight is going to generate so much money and so much revenue for the local economy within Australia that it, that you're going to not want to jeopardize it because of one man. If Haney pulls out, that tanks the whole show, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, top rank as a promotional company could be putting pressure on like the authorities, whoever they speak to, to get the daddy and say, Listen, get this, get this conviction overturned or whatever you need to do. However, it's not taking place because Cabos is their fighter and Haney's on what was he on a two fight deal? Is it actually a two fight deal? It's a I think it's huh? I, so I think he fights on these two, and then I think he's got what like one more. Yeah, then it's, yeah, that's my point. So the bite the, the fights, the belt staying with Cabosis. You know how top right, you know how Bob Aaron works. He keeps those belts in-house, like he doesn't let them out his sight. So you know where he would benefit to keep it with Cabosis. So even, unless Tank knocks him out, yeah, and I think Tank wins, but I feel like unless Tank knocks him out, you mean Haney? Sorry, okay, unless Haney knocks him out, it's long. Like it's gonna be long. Like the scorecards are written out. Like when the contract was signed, that's one hundred percent. I think Haney has to pull out one of, if not his best performance in this fight. But Haney, people underestimate. People forget Haney is an A one operating boxer. He just, he just can't punch for an egg. <laughs> also, yeah. his mentality. Should, we should we should segue now into the actual preview. Um, Neem, I'm gonna come to you first. So obviously this is um this is probably one of the biggest fights this year, and kudos to both men for getting this done. You know, Cambosos fought Tio straight to Haney. You know, 
I want to give him some credit for that. Um, obviously, there might be some policies behind the scenes that we don't know about in terms of mandatories and things like that, but they've got the fight signed and done, which is more than we can say for other divisions and other fighters, which is, is great. So how do you see that fight playing out? And what is your prediction for Cambosos versus Haney undisputed lightweight championship of the world? Massive. I mean, credit to boxing in general, because this is our second undisputed fight this year out of a potential out of three, because obviously Canelo Triple G is another um undisputed oh, fight. Christ, who cares? Still undisputed <laughs> fight, credit. You know, we're getting the fight, we're getting big fights that we want. Um, <laughs> we'll get onto that in a bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's a brilliant fight. It's just the annoying part, obviously, is the rematch clause that we don't want to see a second bout. We want to see, especially a stack division like the lightweights, we want to see it moving constantly. That you know, the contenders getting title shots and you know, the champions fighting. The the class operators are there, and um, Sam's here on the head. Haney's a you know brilliant A one operator. He can shut out anyone. He showed in the Linares fight, literally for nine rounds straight, Linares didn't have a single shot. The only issue that I have with Haney is his mentality is that of like a child, not child but teens. He, he wants no. to, yeah, he wants to please everyone. He wants to be the guy that's adored, um, adulated. Um, he, he, you know, that, that's why he goes into those fights, you know, like in the Linares fight, in the Jojo Diaz fight, where he could shut them out. He'll do that for a bit and then he'll try to trade and then he gets hit with a couple of shots. And like Sam said again, he's not the, he's not the biggest puncher in the division at all. Like you could call him Devin Malanaji, you know, this guy doesn't have any power in his hands. The thing is, I feel like he could, he will again, like Tio did, get I drawn in. my boy like that, man. Devin Malanaji. Don't do my boy. I'll cut that out. That's crazy. <laughs> He's better technically, but yeah. Um, the thing is, Cambosos is playing it smart in the build-up now. Like he's calling Haney a rat, um, a snitch. Wait, what? 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 Do you want to see the build-up? Bro, bro, bro. This build-up is crazy. Cambosos yeah. might be racist, bro. Real talk. He called he him a snitch over what? He called him, a he called him an informant. He called him so basically. So basically, um, you see the two of them. So apparently, Haiti was DMing Cambosos everything about Tio, like, oh, he's having problems with his wife. He's no, but if, if that's true, that's moist, though. If that's true, that's moist. Oh my God. <laughs> so that, that's where it stems from. And he's also been calling him a wannabe gangster as well. But do you know what makes it worse, Sam? You know, there's that video of Haiti celebrating bears when Tio lost. He looks crazy in the light right now. I can't lie. That's that's uh, for I'm me. I said, I said it. I said it. I said it. I don't respect right this. <laughs> celebrating, <laughs> celebrating your rival's loss to another man like it's your win is always yes, yes. funky to me. I just don't rate it. If it's not you beating the guy, you should. Do, why are you jumping? Like you didn't win. You don't have all the belts. Why are you the one jumping? Like, come boss say your boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crazy, but yeah, go on, Liam. Sorry. No, that, that's a, that's the thing I was adding to is his mentality is that like of of you know like a teen is is it's not really mature like that, where he's celebrating other people's losses, downfalls, and whatnot, and he gets drawn into these trades, these exchanges because he wants to show that he's a power punch even though he's not, and uh, and you can't with Cambosos as Tio found out um, the hard way in their fight, you can't get into a tough in, into a tough exchange with someone like Cambosos. His positioning is quite good in those exchanges. He pivots well even in the pocket. And he's got really fast hands, and he showed that in the tier in the tier fight. His hands are quick and accurate, so you can't really exchange with him because you're going to get caught. And I don't think Devin has the quicker hands than him. 
but he can easily shut him out. It could go either two of ways. It could be a Devin Haney complete UD shutout if he's just mentally focused on just getting the win and not really caring about anything else. Or it could get it could get techie in that fight and it could go really close where I think either fighter could get win by one round. I don't think either fighter will knock each other out. But I think it, either fighter will it will be close, basically, like a draw or one round where Cambos will be winning the pocket mid-range um, exchanges and then Haney will be going back to his boxing at times. So it depends on, really, this fight depends on how Haney approaches Cambosos. If you underrate him like Theo did and you just try to walk forward and try to trade with him, see if you can knock him out, yeah, you're, he's going to win. But if you treat him like think, you treat a top guy, then he can win this. But we'll see. I also think there's a very big chance Haney gets robbed in this fight. Yeah. Also, another thing I want to answer to say quickly is you raise a very, very interesting point about Haney's mentality. I think there's an... There's a um, talking point in terms of mental, like just mental fortitude and just mentality through like the like all the like um, top fighters in the lightweight division because they're all quite mentally like immature in their own ways. Like obviously Haney wants to prove to himself that and prove to people that he can hurt people and be this fighter that they want him to be. And Teal as well, like he showed like a lot of mental weakness when he fought Cambosas, and Ryan Garcia as well is just quite mentally immature all round. So I think like these are these are these are like young boys in that division, and it shows a lot. I think that's a, a slight edge that Cambosas has over these guys and Lomachenko as well, in my opinion. Like them being a bit older, like it shows sometimes in the ring because these guys do a lot of immature stuff in and out of the ring. So it's just crazy to me. But Sams, um, you next. Um, how do you see this fight going? What's your prediction? Boy, so yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna have to say it straight, man. Yeah, in a minute. Like, <laughs> straight. Oh, I need I need a Haney win. Like, I need Haney. You know what, yeah? Well done, Cambosis, for beating Teo, but Teo on the get-back beats Cambosis, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Teo underestimated Cambosis heavily and paid the price. He tried to go in there and strong-arm him and lost. Bro had his, he, had his, he had his gloves down. Yeah. Like, so no drops yeah. I don't see for a second Cambosis really getting off anything on Haney. Haney's A1. Like, I put Haney in the same bracket as, you know, you you know who I, who I want to speak on, like, the 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 Shakurs and the Shakurs and the um, Spences of the world, like, do you know what I mean? Like, the, and the tanks of the world. All these guys are elite A1 class technical. We've got every kind of trick in the bag for you fighters. Yeah, when you talk about these kind of people, mate, Kabosi is not on that level. Sorry, not happening. Do you get what I'm saying? So, in this fight, Cambos is, is going to come with a big, good challenge, but it's going to get beaten. Like, it's going to be... Actually, I'm not giving predictions. Actually, if anyone's smart and watches a Haney fight, we'll know how this fight goes. Like, do you get what I'm saying? The only thing that's going to stop that is the corruption. Outside of that, it's an easy week's... It's an easy, easy, easy week's prediction. Yeah, it is. It is. I hear that still. I do have... I think Haney gets some points as well. I just want to show out like a like 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 you know how um how um Shakur showed up versus Valdez. I want that kind of performance. Just want to show up. But unfortunately, again, the guy can't punch for a paper paper like paper bag. So, and if Cambos don't respect him, he can try. What'd you say? You said Devin Malaji rattles you, but you're saying this. <laughs> no, no, it is there because on top of it. He's gonna try. He's gonna try and bang out with Cambosis, and eventually he'll be like, "Yeah, this is long." Cambosis can bang, so 
and we all know Devin. Devin, I reckon Devin actually probably would be a bit like a core. Cool, no, no, Devin would probably benefit from going up a weight, yeah, eventually, because and actually look maybe a bit more powerful. Because if you see his last fight, even with um, the fight with um, the nervous, where his legs goes like gets dead in the water when he got stuck in the water, and he just looked so done, like all of a sudden he took a good, took a good uh, big shot. That comes from being weight drained, I think. He's had issues there before where he's looked very drained. So it, we'll see how he looks in, on Friday, isn't it? So yeah, in terms of the weight and if he's going to stay at um, one day. A lot of guys aren't staying at that weight. Like Tio, he's like him, Tio. There have been guys that we were looking at and we're saying they're not going to stay at that weight for long. So it's interesting to see how I've got a question for you guys. Has Haney, yeah. has Haney ever fought without his dad being in his corner? Like pro- professionally? Yeah. Highly diet. That's what I'm saying. These things do play a part. They have a part. Like Benton, he knows that he's under the caution that everything's against him. Like absolutely everything can have against him. Everything's against him, man. But these these are the kind of times where you just have to show out, man. When all the odds are stacked against you. I know you guys don't want to head. I know you guys I know you guys want to hear the phrase here, but you know, if he's really if he's really on the block here, if he's really out here, you know, what's the phrase again? Oh, I I haven't forgotten it, man. Younger wants all the smoke here. Yeah. If he really is younger, wants all the smoke. With everything against you, and you smoke him out and say, "Listen, this is my belt. Ain't no one stopping that from happening. You can take my dad away. You could have done this. I could have broke my shoulder, but I'm I'm over here, and I'm gonna flog you. And that's the end of it. Then we say, "Yeah, you belong in the category that class you in, and you belong." Do you get what I'm saying? He doesn't have to get knocked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, big up Uncle T for that, it? <laughs> no, I hear you, man. I hear you. Like, this should just be fueling him to just do a madness. Yeah, it should be. Because, like, not being funny, but not the first time we've seen stuff. Like, Floyd, Floyd fought against De La Hoya. De La Hoya had him in a, in, a, in, a, in a tiny ring, massive gloves. Like, do you know what I mean? This, even Tyson, even Tyson Fury against Klitschko. Klitschko had the, the flipping the floor, like basically looking like quicksand, so so Fury couldn't move his feet. These things happen. Do you know what I mean? Had him in Germany. All these things happen. It's only certain fighters that, if your mentality ain't good, this stuff really does bug you out. And it's enough to get you. To, it's enough to be the difference as to why you lose. Because on the night you're like, oh, I didn't feel right, and why am I feeling like this? But outside of that, most fighters don't. They just they just get on with it. They don't care. Any conditions why, get. I, why am I feeling like this? I caught that, bro. Don't think I didn't catch that. <laughs> I caught that. Why am I feeling like this? Same well, so, so, I thought I could slide that. That's a segue to the next discussion point. Guys, talk to me. Shall I make it quick? Talk to me. Make it quick, man. Three seconds six. Lock it in there. Lock it in. <laughs> easy work. <laughs> easy, easy work. Don't say that, man. I'm sorry. Easy work, bro. There's so many things that's wrong with this year. That's mad. Like, it's the 30th of May today, yeah? Apparently, yeah, you're fighting... Out of nowhere. nowhere. Is, this, uh, is, this, is this legit? Like, I don't think it's legit. I personally think it's legit. If it is legit, it's suicide. I ain't heard AJ say nothing, so uh, you know he always says, no, "Don't no, be." I don't think I'll stay with my cracking, like at least till after this fight. 
honestly yeah, feel like that is in what a month from the bit. I think I think journalists are jumping. I think Mike Coppinger jump is jumping the gun without confirming the source. That's what I say because I think a lot of the times now when we're in boxing or even in news in general, a lot of these people journalists will try to like jump the gun, be the first to first, yeah. Um, first to report it so i don't know if it's true until aj comes out and says it himself or eddie hearn or someone that's close to in aj's camp so i mean we'll see in it i mean robert i mean in terms of style robert garcia is a good trainer i mean he will get you that aggressiveness but aj's never been a pressure fighter so i don't think that's going to work with him if he's never been a pressure fighter how are you going to turn him into a pressure fighter and also you gotta have confidence in your chin to be a pressure fighter because even if you're garcia style if you tell you who's who what's his credible name other than Mike Garcia? Is Mike Garcia even a credible name today? Jose Ramirez. Maidana. Still be credible. You've got to give him you got he was a unified champion, you gotta give him that credit. He's only lost to uh Josh Taylor, so no, I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying like I'm, I'm not saying that, that, that I'm not saying to this credit, I'm on the vibe of Jose Ramirez and AJ are two very different boxes. That's what I'm saying, though. Like AJ's not a pressure fighter, he's never been a pressure fighter. And he doesn't have that confidence in the chin to be a pressure fighter. So how's he gonna, you know? Like, it's, too much of a, it's too much of a, a style adaptation. Like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna find yourself in there trying to. We've seen this before. We've seen this minute. This is not the first time we've seen like a fighter go to a complete different trainer, and then the fighter literally says, "Oh yeah, I was trying to adopt this person's um, techniques, and felt a bit lost. Then they go, then they revert to that. No matter what happens, yeah, months he's going to revert to that." Yeah, like like one of the biggest ones we've seen recently is um, when Triple G moved from Abel Sanchez to Jonathan Banks. It's been like, what, three or four years? And we've only seen like little changes. We haven't really seen many changes that Jonathan Banks would introduce him to. Yeah, but EGG is four years old, so leave him alone. Man. No, no, but that's what I'm saying, though. He'll still stick to type. He's a he's a set yeah. boxer that sticks, that's going to stick to his type. And the same thing with AJ. It, there's no, you're not going to change now all of a sudden. So it's yeah. a bit weird, but we'll see in it. It's, it's good in terms of... That's the style you need to be Usyk, but is that going to work with AJ? I don't think, I don't think Mikey Garcia is the right guy. Um, Robert Garcia is the right guy at all, at all. I feel like there's other, like, there's other trainers, and I've said it, and I've been saying it from way before we even started speaking of trainers. That that literally, it's all about AJ needs to learn to conserve his energy, be effective without having to without, and be effective in in his pressure without exerting too much energy. So it's a high end to me. It's a, it's, a, it's quite simple. You yourself, yeah, are a six foot six, massive, two hundred and whatever pound boxer, yeah. You just stay there, take center of the ring, keep keep a high guard, walk forward, put them on the back foot, and just jab their head off and keep the right hand flowing. It's not that deep. You don't need to do no rhythm and flow type thing. It's almost a seek and destroy in spurts. That's it. Do you get what I'm saying? And AJ needs to fight in spurts because we know that he's tank goals. Yeah. So if you if you can see if you can take the center ring and control the center, yeah, what happens? You're now conserving your energy, you're not expending too much. And then when you're ready, you 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 seek and destroy and then go back to it. And that's what most fighters that have tank any kind of energy issues do. But whereas now he's busy trying to river and flow, you see him trying to move around his feet, be light on his feet, trying to bounce around and stuff. You're draining yourself, mate. You have not got the tank for it. You're basically your Ferrari with a flipping Nissan macro engine. Stop it. It's too much. I love this guy's analogies, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but the, the other thing is also the big question is do you. Is, with a Nissan engine. <laughs> 
the other thing is, is does he is is he with Robert because he's genuinely like when they had their sessions or whatever, you know, when he went to America, is this did it gel or is it just because he's the name and you think that that's what you need? Like that's that's the thing about it. Like, are yeah, you actually learning from him or is it just the name? So, it's getting mixed reactions. Yeah. In all fairness, you know, sorry, go for it, Sam. The one thing I will say is, um. Is that not good? I call him a Ferrari. That's a good yeah. Oh shit, a Ferrari kit. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. Uh, but in all fairness, yeah, if for all we know, maybe they met that time in December where it was, and they've been training since like with a sub sort of embargo. If that's the case, then that's a lot of time to Joe, in all fairness. Do you know what I mean that like, obviously not it's not a couple of fights down, but it's enough. We we would have known, we would have known like that would have leaked. We would have known Robert Garcia would have been in the UK or AJ would have been in America. Like ages well, it's, it's, it's very it's likely going to the second fight, and we should see the same thing. Can't lie to you, it's very likely. <clears throat> like, new trainer or not, like, it's very likely we're going to the, the rematch, and it's the same sort of fight. It's the same, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's this shit, man. It's been taking long. Don't announce the fucking fight, man. Send that, sorry, announce the fight, man. What's in July the 20 something, boy? How are you, how are you I having a fight? You didn't announce it yet. I'm you never you announced the fight. You, you, Expected to believe that he's got a new just guys his trainer like we don't know what's I'm, going on with this. I, I can't lie to you, but yeah, I still believe that they're still trying to swerve it. I still think they're still looking for an angle to get away and credibly swerve it. No, nah, but then it would be too long for AJ himself because he would have gotten another fight by then. Like it's too no, long I, for AJ himself. Do you not think, mate? If he loses this fight. It is oh, it's all over, Jackie. It is over. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying like getting another fight in between because it will be like let's say this no, fight doesn't fight in July. It's gonna be over a year. They're just not going to fight in July. Yeah, if if he loses this one, it's all over still. That's it's it. All over. I'm them giving you all the Ukraine stuff, and obviously that was unprecedented. They didn't expect that happening, so like you gotta give them a bit of time. But we'll yeah, see. But you think okay, I do agree with that. But that's where, if I'm correct, that took place and that started in that like March, maybe February. Yeah, this immediate rematch that was activated three days after the, the fight was in September, the end of September, May. You could have had that fight off in January and had the fight off February, whatever. Like you could have had it time ago. There's loads of times when we see the fight and get the automatic rematch and the fight and it, and it runs it back way quick. It's been this thing off the bivol like a week later. They, that's my point. Like you, they, they really know what the next steps are, and they just get out. If it's a, if it's a, I'm vexed. I want my belt back. All the vexed claiming, yeah, I can't even think and breathe and eat because I need my belts back. Talk, yeah. But I've never had that run back. But then, but early, early in January or end of the year, December, easily. I remember we was, when we first when the fight was done, we was like, yeah, someone's gonna get his belt, get, get his belts back. It is true. Yeah, you know, I've always said. Yeah, it was openly trying to coax Tyson Fury into the Usyk fight and instead, like, in the way the um, and get him to swerve the dinner white. Like, they don't really want the fight, which, in all fairness, I don't blame them. Like, if you don't believe in yourself, if you know, if you if you're like, if you're really that guy, you don't believe in tune ups. That's how it goes, you know, as my guy says, yeah. But if you're not that guy, then take the tune up or take, take another route. It's just it just is what it is. I can't really say much until they announce it or whatever because now it's just like everything's just rumors, speculation, and whatnot. It's just get it done and get the heavyweight division moving because 
Tyson Fury has been a bit of a weirdo, like not he's saying he's retiring, but then not vacating his belt, and then WBC backing him by giving him time to do whatever the hell he wants. And why is it weird? Did you did you expect anything different? I knew WC, WBC was going to back him. I knew he was going to say that weird shit as well. He said yeah. that every single year. I'm every saying, um, but the rest of the division is moving. We've got Fury Hunter now fighting. I think Ruiz and Ortiz. I think that's still on, isn't it? In the summer. Um, uh, we've got Joyce uh, Joyce Parker was meant to happen but then something happened with Andy Lee and Joe Parker so Joyce is returning in July and Parker's still undecided apparently they want him to do white again so we'll see if that happens. Andy Lee yeah something with Andy Lee that's why they didn't they, didn't, they oh, were meant to... it sounded very MTK-ish but yeah <laughs> okay um yeah but so we'll see the heavyweight division is moving though we had we recently had um uh Yoko and Hunt, uh Yoko and Bacoli. So like it's it's get it's moving. It's just the top guys need to start moving more. Like AJ Nusi, for example. So yeah. No, Yoko got flogged though, man. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> he was I remember one episode, Jilly was like, I got bear stocks in this guy. I feel like cause he can move and that heavyweight. Da, 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 da. He was really trying to get me to you trying to sell it to me. That part. So he was getting what flogged uncle. <laughs> at what point are you gonna realize, yeah? I've been telling you, Jinny is always on the wrong side of the, of the street. Always. Like, as soon as you clock this, yeah, you're going to realise the guy will lead you to an early grave. The guy is always on the wrong side of the street. That's why I know. The fact that Jinny is so strongly against Spence, yeah, is why I know Spence is going to flog him. <laughs> I'm clipping this. How can he say he's always on the wrong side of the street? The man's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> I don't like that because Jin is an AJ guy, man. Nah, 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 nah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Until we, until I heard it from AJ, I'm not really believing it. Or I'm, yeah. not, I'm not really. Paying AJ's busy for the unit this anyway. Yeah, <laughs> smashing glass doors. <laughs> that that comment was so funny because. He's talking some mutes. Like, bro. Guy, man. You, bro, anybody in that group that could do that to them. Anybody could do that to them. In, 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 in where they Leicester shit. Yeah. No, love but, um, love, bro, anyone could do that to them kind of use, man. Anybody. <laughs> you're not, you're not. Uh, yeah, cool. the but then the smashing glass of jaw stuff is just a bit, yeah. Like no, bit, don't get me wrong. Just... There's nothing wrong with what he said. Cool, yeah. patterned and whatever, but then after we posting it and being like, Yeah, it's been that kind of week, the bear gas, yeah, it's just it was just corny to me, man. Like, bro, you've told some kids that, off, like just chill out. Like, you be really proud of that. Was really starting to see it. He's starting to see for the bullshit there. I like it. <laughs> I've been saying this stuff, like, bro, like I don't know, man. This is some crazy CTE fam. I don't know, man. I don't know, but yeah, like, bro, you're literally. Um, anyways, Nigerian UK is one of my, one of my own. Wait, what, you what Adil said? He didn't even say he was gonna do it. He was gonna get some people, some guys to do it. I missed that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, quite like the reason for that is legal stuff. Yeah, he can't do it himself. <laughs> so you're gonna get some used to. You're gonna get some guys now to go beat up some uni students. Are you? Are you serious? Be up, be up, you sick fam? Fuck. Forget about these kids, man. I'll, if I was that room, I would have said, "Don't let me get don't, this energy you got. Where is it for music, please, man? Can you silence yourself?" Yeah, 
No, nah, that would have been mad though. Having him right there saying that's kind of crazy. I can't lie. If he drops me, if he drops me, I'll take the bang and go and clip my check. It's be sweet. It'll be sweet. It'll be worth it. In fact, to get used to it, I just said, but where was your energy for Ruiz? <laughs> don't come here and try to talk bad. And the thing is, he just gave he just gave Fury ammo, fam, because as soon as that happened, he was like, oh, I have that effect on the fighters. I was like, oh, look at this guy, fam. Look at this guy, fam. You just giving the guy a bare ammo. Fury's got ammo, man. I'm undefeated. But the like, thing is, you got ammo. you lot made your bed to you all got to learn it. You all of you. Because I've been saying from years ago, yeah. Like, no, I mean that's too maybe exaggeration. But I've been saying since we've done been doing the pods. I like Fury as a boxer, but I don't want Fury to end up on top. Like, I don't want it. And when you look all there rooting for Wilder, I was saying, listen, Wilder has the best opportunity yeah, to get rid of this guy. You better pray he knocks him out. You're like, no, nah, we want AJ to do it. We want AJ to do it. AJ keeps stumbling way before he gets to a Fury. And probably never going to get to a Fury at this point. Yeah. And now we're all pissed because we're going to have a flipping golden jubilee for Tyson Fury, a statue, a movie, a book deal, all types of shit because you guys couldn't put your egos aside because you was backing the wrong horse as usual. What a shame. You guys, we didn't lose to Ruiz and you see, it was AJ, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't us. We were just yeah, back. Your guy. Your guy. It's, all, it's all your guys coaxed him. He's with my guy, him. man. I'm going to stick beside him, man. It's my I guy. Don't get to, I like AJ. Like, I want AJ to do well, but I'm honest. I, I can accept what it is. The same way I like May United, but I can accept we're trash. Do you know what I'm saying? I can yeah, accept that. We stink. Yeah, we're trash, man. Well, listen, God... If it's, a, if it's a god, there's a way, fam. You know what I mean? So, you move, man. But yeah, I think that's it for today, man. Is there anything else anyone wants to cover? Um, Next week, there's going to be Inoue Dinner too. So, I'm going to be... I'll try to do a watch-along for that. That's going to be fun. Because it'll be like 10, 11, 12 in the morning. So, undisputed? No. One, uh, three belts. Three belts. So, okay. unification part. So it's going to be... It's going to be I think Inoue's going to win comfortably. But it's going to be a good fight. Okay. Watch, especially at that time in the morning. The only thing I want to touch on after the, I mean, what we touched on so far is obviously Crawford, um, Crawford, man, the pressure's mounting, man. Errol Spence told you, sign the contract, big boy. Sign the contract. Like, hopefully, we had that fight this year, and then that's the I know, but funny night. though, man. Crawford is, is, is building this fight for me, he's he's killing me, fam. That video of him talking about Spence not being from Texas is hilarious. That video is funny. I told you, yeah, though. I told you that the walls are closing this year. And the thing is, yeah, if you go back earlier, I said, this is the year we're going to get the fights we want. And look, it's all coming through. It's all coming through. Uh, Crawford, yeah, it's going to be the ultimate downfall. As you can see, Crawford's been tweaking recently, coming up with this weird stuff about talking about the birthplace of, of Spence and all that, and all this other weird <laughs> shit that he's been doing. Yeah. And with it, you've got Jide, who's been tweaking as well, talking all this other shit about about random stuff about eye patch and and cussing tank like they're just if you can actually what you can actually see yeah the destruction of these people live and direct to our faces man they're complete they, they're coming apart the hems now that like, at the seams they're completely coming apart because they can see that oh shit shit is getting real and it's getting now let's like, let's save this for when you do the guy on the pod because this guy yeah he's gonna be in the group of saying ah i hug you like that so let's save until you two are together on the pod in it um <laughs> I'm just, got I'm, I'm just saying it for you guys to see it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm here all composed. It is what it is. But you can see as someone else is coming part of the hemisphere, getting all coming all weird and stuff now. 
I'm coming apart the Hems, but that's because of the bloody prediction league, stupid league. Bro. Uh, bro, you're home, fam. Neem, you're looking, you're looking like a bulls on that league. I can't lie. Fam. I'm not gonna show Neem watches boxing. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't dispute it. At this point, Why is that happening? I don't get it. Because the last one, he was like one of the top guys, and he joined late as well, and he ended like number four or something. I'll pull a Ryan Garcia, just pull a mental health. Right now, you're with marking them, man. You know how crazy that is? Marking them, man. You're with what Mark. I'm saying, what I'm saying, like I keep saying, Jesus on the wrong side of the, of the court or the street, it's quite obvious to see because if you see where I am, I've been firmly placed at first for a long time. That's crazy. We let the worst thing happen this year and let Sam be number one. He's been saying this shit for time. We'll see, we'll see. And this is exactly what we've let him. I just want to be out of bottom, man. <laughs> the thing is, I told you, lot, I told you, lot. I actually warned you. Lot. I said, "All right, cool. Say nothing." Yeah, you know what? Forward banter last year. This year, I'm coming to win, and I've been first. Like I've stayed first. Someone cursed me. Someone went there and they cursed me. I'm not. That's 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 the only thing. Someone cursed me. Seeing <laughs> Samson Oscar top two is crazy. That's something I never thought I'd see. That's crazy to me. Well, yeah, Oscar, but on guys, you know, we're on these guys. It's crazy. Right, there's four fights. So, like, four fights. Who's who's the four fights? Are we not going to do Joe Cordino Ogawa? The Um, hell for who the hell cares about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Donaire. Yeah. (laughs) Campos on Haiti. Fulton and Roman. Bro, you're taking the piss. We're only doing four fights. We're doing one fight, and that is it. You lot, next week, I'll start talking about flipping white collar boxing. No, but it's their title fights, all of them, so we're gonna do them. <laughs> You're not gonna you try to do stuff other day, you try to put in some some other um, gender boxing to try and <laughs> that was with me, but I'll say why do you keep putting that on me? I just, I just asked. Satan was like, Yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. That's my point. That is my point. That is my point right there. We're not covering that. <laughs> Allow it, please. I predict it. Person, who the hell cares about that? <laughs> like, allow it. <laughs> there is only one fight. Uh, I'm sorry. Was... You can stretch it. You can stretch it in there. In the um, whatever his name is. Yeah, you can stretch that one. Fair enough. But other ones, drop it out, mate. Like you're being, you're, you're giving desperation at this point. This guy is telling me what I'm pointing it. <laughs> He's mad. <laughs> he stole me from them points. He did this other time. I was like, yeah, eight, 16 points on show, 16 points for grabs. Anything can happen this week. That's what it's going to last. Oh, my face. You are a legend. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, I don't know. Who the fuck is Cordina, man? I'm not talking about that shit, man. I like Cordina, to be fair, but it's not a high level. Like, please. Leave it out. Oh man. Oh, so uh name will you will you be doing what time is the the watch along are you gonna do? Well, it depends on when the ring walks is I'll probably do like half an hour just before the ring is walks. That a, so. Is that on Saturday? No, it's on a Tuesday dinner. Next week, Tuesday. Well, yeah, because they're on a they're in Japan. I don't know, Japan always do like Tuesday fights. They're the same with Triple G in it, like, they always do Tuesday fights. No, we'll so. record on a weekend so we can give a proper preview next on, on the weekend. After yeah, yeah. and then I can do a watch along during then. So if anyone wants to, 
just join yeah, in. Yeah, so just, just make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at ringside underscore fracas and keep up with latest news and things that we're doing because that's the best place to um, follow, uh, to follow what we're doing. Uh, because the next upcoming weeks we have a lot of things planned you know watch alongs and things like that so make sure that you're following us on, on rings head as well and for those listening to the pod as well make sure you give us a review um on spotify and all of our streaming major streaming sites um but yeah i think that's that covers everything for this episode thanks everyone for this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one could stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Sports Social Podcast Network.